Welcome, Summoners of the Rift, to episode number 38 of the Broken by Concept podcast. This is where we talk about everything League of Legends. We've got the jingle we've got to add on today. Oh, no, that's for Nathan's mailbag. But we're not doing doing Nathan's mailbag. We have, we have a who, who was the one that made that one? That was Vlixus. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. how cool Shout is that? Shout out to Vlixus. It's actually really funny. So we got a little <laughs> jingle that, that one of our BBEC listeners yeah. made. So we'll, we'll, we'll have that in the next episode. Yeah. I love when people send us things, get, get amongst the, yeah. the BBEC memes. And we should, and we the, should actually have a graphics one. What? Because I've seen some pretty funny Broken by Concept ones. Like images and stuff. We should like do like a meme oh, section. Oh, yeah. Anyway, meme section the only problem that's not going to be good for the podcast, but if people are watching on YouTube, which yeah. apparently a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do watch um, the podcast. You know, you can always on YouTube. hop on. I've seen that always crazy. Like people like just sit there and just stare and just like stare <laughs> at us for an hour and a half, two hours yeah. sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're obviously some pretty good looking young fellas. <laughs> All right, Curtis, should we start off with the podcast? Uh, so this is going to be yeah. a one-topic podcast, isn't it? Yep. Super simple. Well, it's, it's, it's going deep on one topic. We'll be done in 10 minutes. We'll done in 10 minutes. I'll be playing solo queue in Back it up. Minutes. All right. Back in the YOLO queue. All right. So, Curtis, so you tweeted on the 20th of Feb at 1.27 p.m. Yep. The day they remove the import rule is the day NA League of Legends dies. Yeah, that's a that's a big stat. That's it, like a Donald Trump tweet. It actually Full is. Full stop. You it's know, a big. It's a big boy. It's a big dick. It's, it's a big just dick like, one. This is a fact. That's what yeah. this says. This is what this means. That's right. So we've been talking about this for hours. Like we've been talking about this all day. By the way, guys. So uh, not just today as well. Multiple. Yeah, days. multiple days. Yeah. So like this is going to be really messy. This this podcast because so we have much, so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack, and this is an incredibly <clears throat> complex, nuanced mm. topic that you know. You can't just spend a little bit of time just talking about it. It is so big and it's massive for if the future of League of Legends yeah, that's in the, the world. Because this will set a tone, Nathan. Well, like, let's say, let's say you're an NA solo queue player, right? And you think, oh, it's esports, you know, maybe because a lot of people aren't sometimes interested in esports, right? Like, I mean, a lot of the people listen to us to, to improve at the game. You know, our esports episodes actually don't perform that well compared yep. to, um, you know, just our general League of Legends stuff. So this affects you because we'll get into it, but this will affect you. If you're a North American League of Legends player, this you could change the history of NA. Rule could change the history of NA League. It could be the death uh, of League of Legends in North America. I think, no, Nathan, if this goes through and it goes as if we say it would, this would ha- could have a ripple effect on Western, 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 Western League of Legends. Yeah, Western League of yeah. Legends. It could, potentially. Maybe not so much because EU is kind of EU, but yeah, EU we can get into that. Affected. So, I reckon we just set the groundwork. We do the groundwork. We we identify what the hell we're even talking about right here. Yeah, the problem and stuff like right, that. What's the problem? So, uh, the owners... So, lots come out of the last couple of days. We've had owners talk, speak out. We have... That's actually really where it comes from. So, the the all the owners in the LCS, which is the League of Legends Championship Series, North American Professional Esports League of Legends... They want to make it so they can have as many imports as possible on their team. So the rules are completely lifted. Currently... No, but let's not say all of them, because some of them might want them altered. That's like true. like FlyQuest, especially. But want- they want the rule. They want, it to be, they want it to be a possibility. Potentially, yes. You know? But it seems like the majority, based off of the press conference yeah. on Travis Gafford, you guys can... Jump onto Where Travis Gafford when all the owners spoke out about their thoughts on the the rule. Yeah, so Travis Gafford asked them, 
and so you can listen to their responses. Um, but essentially, this podcast is going to be about exploring the import rule. restrictions, the import rule, and what, what would happen if it were to be lifted, and why, what this means, what would happen if it was to stay. We're just going to explore this. Um, so currently, the rule is you can only have two import players. That's correct. And but how long do they need to be in that region for them to be become called? a resident? Uh, is it three years? I, think it's like, I don't actually don't know, but it's X number of years. A few years. Three plus, um, I think. So some teams actually, that's why sometimes you see, I mean, for example, Bjergsen was the longest time on NA, even though they had two extra import slots. Jensen, is he NA Jensen now? as well as NA. Svenska is NA. Yeah. So, so they, they've been able to close, alter it. Yeah, Huni's close, I think. I don't know if he is or isn't, but he's close. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of players that you would think are NA, but they're just European at this point. That's right. So there's been, there's been workarounds oh, for the that You would think they're from overseas, but they're American. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So let's first of all, let's clarify, yeah, their owner's stance. And mm. the, their stance is that well, the majority of the owners... Wasn't it all? Was it all? Uh, I wouldn't majority. say all because, again, FlyQuest, they, their response was very... It's like, we want it... We're not going to say outright. Yeah. And a lot of the owners even said they don't want... They, they couldn't say outright that mm. they wanted it removed or not touched or whatever, but they hinted it in the direction. And I would say Liquid were the one and, and C9 definitely and, and TSM, the major, the top three teams, they definitely wanted it removed. They wanted it so that you could have as many imports as, as possible. Um, yeah, FlyQuest said they just want it altered in some way, shape or form. They didn't really specify what that meant, but they kind of said some buzzwords and then... Um, went around in circles, and then the other, all the other teams again gave very buzzwordy nonsense answers, saying things like "We are committed to development in our region," but you know we also Ooh, want to explore the option of imports, and you know that it's like it's just like this like PR bullshit response, um, essentially because they're too shit scared to say you know piss off Reggie or or Jack. They want to be at the big boys' table. Yeah, they want to be at the big boys' table. So, um, but the, you know, let's just say across the board. It wants to, the owners seem like they want to remove it. But we'll get into this later. I believe that the reason the top teams want to remove it and the bottom teams, the bottom half of the teams in the league, want to remove it for differing reasons. We'll get into that later. So let's kick it off. What's point two, Curtis? Yeah, what does it say? No, we want to talk about the, I want to talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of both. Explore the import rule. Okay. Okay. The removal of the import rule. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about what... Would, okay, let's start by breaking down what would happen if we were to remove the import rule and you could have unlimited imports in the NA, in NALCS, okay? What would the advantage... What would it look like? And look, let's, let's talk about this as if it were done perfectly, right? If, yeah. it, were, if it were executed perfectly, yeah. like visas weren't an issue, mm. you know, all of this stuff, it was just smooth as... It was, it was, an, it was um, you know, translation and getting foreign coaches, people, people speaking multiple languages and cultural, you know, we, we, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt that it was a very smooth process. So now let's talk about the advantages. What would happen if we had teams looking like five Korean teams, three Europeans, two Koreans, a few Chinese, maybe like a three, four Chinese with someone? What would this look like? Where, where do you want to kick this one off? Um, advantages. So the advantages... So I mean, I mean, you're, I think you're going a little far ahead, Curtis, because it's like, why? What would they do? So you you just said right there, potentially they would have five Korean, right, or five Chinese. We don't players. know, but if you really think about four it, Europeans, but you would never have like a three 
it wouldn't make sense anymore to, to mix it up because you will have the language barrier, right? Right. Unless you're assuming that they will speak perfect English. So you would have, like, you're saying that we would have, like, a full Korean or a full Chinese. That or... would make sense, wouldn't it? What do you think? I think Europe might be a different case, though, because a lot of Europeans speak English. I could see a bunch of Europeans being mixed in with... Some Koreans... Potentially, or even... Even though you would have the option to get a full Korean... Even like, you know, three or four Europeans with one American, Mm. or something like that. Mm. Majority of the team European. But I think you're right. I think we could see Korean mixed in with Chinese, though. That's been done in the past. Some Koreans have gone to China. That's true. Quite a lot, actually. Yeah. Even um, Nagari is in China right now. Yeah, Deft and stuff, right? Was there for a while. Yeah, so there's a lot of Chinese imp and stuff like that. So... Yeah, there's a lot of Koreans with China, but no, I, I'm not going to say no, I won't say on record no, but I'm, from what I can, from my knowledge, there is very little Chinese, if not any Chinese in Korea, the Korean league, LCK. That's correct, no. Um, again, I don't very know few in European, Europe, Korean to European. Yeah, European, Europeans are just European now, yeah. essentially. It's just full European they have teams. full European teams, don't they? Basically, I don't want to say again all, but from my, off the top of my head, it seems like... Pretty much 90%. <laughs> it's 99%, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... So one of the advantages, clearly, the most obvious one is like, well, they're going to come in and then the level of play in the region is going to increase because they're better players. Right, so short term, at least for the short term, we are going to see an immediate performance boost. Probably better quality scrims, better better stage games, better games to cast. It's probably going to be a little bit more entertaining purely performance-wise, better quality games. Um, another advantage would be in the short term, they might be more globally competitive. I reckon that's highly likely for that year, at least. So when you say more globally competitive, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, they potentially they're not going to win worlds. Okay, right, we'll get into that. But like, I'm going to, I'm literally going to say it, impossible, or, or, or basically impossible mm. um, at that point. Solo queue will be better, won't it? I think solo queue might be a little bit better. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> we can deconstruct Again, that. we're going to deconstruct that. <laughs> um, I mean, these are arguments for the advantages. Yeah, we're right? trying to really... I mean, uh, look, I want to... I want to strongman their argument, right? Rather than strawmanning their argument, I want to... I want to get all the... I really want to put myself in their shoes and really kind of lay this out there. Why they would want this to happen. So this is just one... Element. We're only talking about performance so far. There's a lot of other aspects here. Yeah. So um, let's say so advantages. So let's the, 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 the globally competitive one is I would say a big one for yeah. mean, from from way the way the top teams and the owners are talking. Like their goal, they keep saying we want to win worlds and we want to be globally competitive and we want to stop getting stomped in the group stages of worlds. Right? That's like that's like what the the narrative that they keep pushing. Right? And they think that this is going to be the 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 solution. You know? You know? This is it. If we can get rid of the import rule, we get as many imports as we want. We can. You know, the other thing as well, the other advantage with the unlimited imports is that the price is going to go lower for imports. The, the because, salaries are going to drop. Because they're not competing that much anymore because there could be so many. Is that right? Well, think about players like Vulcan, for example, right? Yeah. The salaries across the board are going to drop because you've got players like Vulcan who are, yes, yeah, they are player. very good and a support player. But he was his salary was so he's inflated. So valuable because he's a, the one of the best NA players. He was the best players. NA player. You have to have an NA player. And you have to have, you have NA to have players. three. You have to have three, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, some have two. It depends on the amount of imports and the residency and stuff. Right. So, so um, that's also a benefit more on the the business side of things. You know, they're probably going to be saving a lot of a lot of money. 
Now, might as well talk about it here. The other advantage would be, it's going to be kind of different for the upper teams and the lower teams. The upper teams, say we got like the, the TSM, the Liquid, the C9. The benefit for these teams is that now they can build their super roster. They can spend as much money as they want. They can go, go ham. They can get the best Europeans or the best Koreans, the best Chinese. They can go ham as many as they want. Build the super team. And in their mind, they're thinking, oh, wow, this is going to, we're definitely going to not go, was it TSM like 06 or whatever? 06, correct. In yeah. the uh, group stage, that debt, we, we, it's inevitable. I mean, it's not inevitable. It's um, guaranteed that we're not going to go 06 now. Um, so they're going to increase the chances in the short term of, of performing well at Worlds. Now, on the flip side, for a bottom team, why is this good? Well, in the past, if you think about what it is now, it's impossible, it's, it's very, very difficult for these lower budget teams, like you've got the Golden Guardians, you've got the Dignitas, the CLG, FlyQuest. They can't compete with a team like TL, C9, TSM. They don't have the budget to pay for those high caliber imports. So their mentality is like, oh, okay. Um, right now, if we, re if we remove the import rule, we can actually get a bunch of imports. That, yeah, they're maybe not going to be the best, but they're going to be pretty good. You know, and we, we're not going to just get completely stomped. And there's a chance maybe of beating a TSM or a C9. You could just get like five of the best non-pro team um, Korean solo queue players right now would be, would be better than some NA players. Yeah, they, they, or they could get like a, they could get a, like a, a Korean challenger team or whatever it is, like a Griffin, whatever, you know, back in the day. You know, th there is... Because there's always that team in Korea, right? That amateur team that happens to just dominate the LZK. Or, or as well, we're not even just forgetting Europe, Europe, dude. Like, Europe has an unbelievable amount of talent. Mm. There's so much talent there, you don't mm. even know what the hell to do with it. Mm. There is so much. Like, if you're a mid laner in, in, <laughs> in Europe, your chances of getting into the LEC are so slim because of the amount of insanely good young 16, 17-year-old, 1,000 LP plus mid laners... It's out of this world. Um, so they can have, they can get imports for reasonably low prices because they have so many over there. Think about the option of a young 17, 1000 LP mid laner in Europe. You want to play in the French league or do you play in the NALCS? You know, yes, the French league. I'm not saying anything bad about the French. The French league is awesome. Yeah, they just don't but have the money to pay, game. and they don't have the money. Don't to have the money to compete. Does. Right, so. Um, are there any other advantages, sorry, you wanted to cover here? So we spoke about the salaries. We've spoken about the immediate short-term improvements. Is this, I'm really stretching here, Curtis. We're stre well, I mean, we want, we've got to do this. We've got a strongman their argument here. Now. Um, the advantage is fans can become, learn more about Korean or Chinese culture, more multicultural. A global, you can go for that global team style of branding you know we're not just a an na org we're like an skt skt is like a global brand in a way that might just that actually might be a disadvantage because you're just giving more immigration money to korea and okay let's maybe stop here it seems like we're, we're pushing here so right? is that, that's 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 so they're we're the main focus on performance right mainly yeah. performance yeah okay and, now, and at the end of the day that's what the intention of this is is that it's yes. about performance it's about performance it? at the end of the yeah. day now the disadvantages this is where things get a little bit um, out of control. So we'll start on the performance side of things? Let's start on the performance side of things. Okay, now, before we go into the disadvantages, we should also clarify some of the quotes. Let's, let's quote out some of the things that were said during the, the press conference with the owners. Okay. There was a quote from Path. Okay. 
So he was saying... Manager of TSM. Manager of TSM. Well, there's a few arguments. There's a few reasons that they, they wanted the import rule. The, the path said something like, um, you know, we just can't compete. NA just can't compete because they have bigger populations. They have better quality practice. Um, so, yeah, we just can't compete. Right? Now, let's deconstruct this a little bit here. If your strategy to win is to get all of these amazing players from Korea, use bigger servers, China, Korea, Europe. And you're saying that the biggest advantage they had was better quality practice. Then aren't you just simultaneously removing the big, you're just literally removing their biggest selling point at the same time. So yes, you're going to get that short-term improvement. You're going to get those amazing solo queue players from Korea. But you're literally taking them out of Korea and putting them straight into NA solo queue. And with all the NA coaching staff. All the NA coaching staff, all this stuff. Management and... They're going to be homesick. So, 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 pa- many- so, so Parth said that he... The biggest asset of these Korean players is that they have really good training. Over well, that's there. one of the biggest advantages these players have yeah. is that they have amazing training. Yeah, so you're removing that. You're literally that removing that. And then stuck in a stick in your system. <laughs> yeah, okay. literally bringing it in your system. Yeah. Um, and so I just found that really weird to me. So one of the, I would say one of the, bi- the biggest disadvantages here, Nathan, is that, um, you know, you're getting players, getting rid of their biggest strengths, is that they're, they're able to practice in, in a better server. In solo queue. In solo queue. So that, that, that's just what's going to happen straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that the chances of winning, the, uh, winning worlds with this is basically non-existent. Well, again, it's like, all right, so let's say we get a full Korean team or even yep. a full Chinese team. Is that possible still to beat a full Korean team let's over just, in Korea? Let's just get Damwon and take Damwon and put him in NA. Yeah. They're going to get worse. They will get worse. They're not going to... They're, like, they're, their rate of improvement comparatively to you know, some of the other teams, whether it's SKT or DRX or whatever it is in Korea, you just can't compete. No. They're getting better quality scrims. Mm. They're getting better, better quality solo queue. They can scrim Chinese teams as well. You're never going to... You can't win this way. You're not going to beat them at their own game, are you? No. You're never going to get a Chinese team bring them to NA or a Korean team bring them to NA or a European team bring them to NA and then beat Europe Mm. or beat Korea. Mm. It just won't work like that because you're just simultaneously removing their biggest selling point, their biggest advantage. You won't beat them at their own game. It's bamboozling, isn't it? It's just just, the, the, the logic is so flawed. It doesn't make any sense to me. Am I missing something, Nathan? Is there, something? is there some like crazy formula that you could do where it's like two Koreans, two LPL players, one European, then you got the language barrier. Well, okay, right? think about it. Okay, the homesick. We know homesick yeah. is a real thing because we have gotten Korean imports before. Yeah, that's We've right. done, we yeah. had two Korean imports in Os with Diables. We had Totoro and we had Rays. Rays. And even in OPL in general, we've always had pretty good quality imports. Vital. I've looked, he's on, he's like ranked 25 well, in the Korean ha- Solo Queue ladder. Curtis, we have, um... We had, think about the last season. Diables last season. They had... Who was the jungler? Miru. Miru, he's on LCK Miru now. now plays on LCK. What team again? Uh, he plays yeah. with Chovy on Hanwha Life. Yeah. He literally plays with Chovy in Deft. Yeah. And he plays with an amazing team. So, yeah. Diables, went from Diables to Hanwha Life with Chovy, mm. literally. Mm. Vital, who's like ranked 25 in the Korean Solo Queue ladder. Really great Korean talent. They couldn't even win 
Mm. They, they did they even make the grand final. Dials. Yeah, they did the first season split. Right, last year, but then yeah. they didn't make it the second split. No. I don't think they did. No, there was Legacy versus Cheese, wasn't it, or something like that? Legacy versus Order. Order. Mm. Right, so they didn't. So we had two of the most, the best quality, a Korean imports, and you still couldn't even win. Mm. And because one of the biggest things, cultural differences, mm. language barriers. You can't underestimate. Homesick. Again, it's like They're raised in Totoro, the same thing. All your family and friends in Korea, you're used to Korea, the Korean culture, the Korean food. <laughs> Imagine so a, a full things. Korean team here. All right, this is, this is a bit of a jab at Americans, yeah. Yeah. They're coming here, do they? Got to go eat some chip, Chipotle and some, okay, no, some Jersey Mike. No, but let's give, them, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they hire Korean chefs. Yeah. They get Korean translators. Yeah, they have to figure all that out. They create their own little micro community. Korean. Everything At the end of the day, still there. Their family and friends are still in yeah, Korea. Yeah. Right? And you know what the biggest thing, disadvantage is? Is that there is still an absolute disrespect for North America. They are not trying to win for America. No, they're not. The, the disadvantage is that they are here. They know mentally that whenever they go to Worlds, we've just been in NA for a year. Mm. How are we going to beat a team like Korea? They know they're automatically, even if the disadvantage is fake, even if for some reason the solo queue and the scrim practice was better mm. than the solo queue that mm. they would have gotten in Korea, the other teams, they're already coming in at a mental disadvantage Mental disadvantage because they know they haven't had the same quality of practice. They're probably in their heads like, holy shit, you know, I've been in an NA trash region for a year now. Like, you cannot tell me the Koreans are going to respect the NA region. They just won't. No. It's just not going no. to. You can not based on the history you, as well. You just, when has that ever happened? No. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to say, most the, the Korean players that they come here, they're, they're here for paychecks. At the end of the yeah, day. at the end of the day, they're here for paychecks. They're not, if, they, if they could have the choice to play and represent SKT... And get the same amount of money, they would be staying They would 100%. be staying in Korea no matter what. Yeah. They, they're getting the same amount of money. But then it ties in Jack's argument. Jack, C9 Jack. His argument was that, you know, I want to give all the opportunities to young kids around the world to play on the international stage or whatever. I mean, there are so many ways to deconstruct that argument or that, that to say that's just flawed. You're simultaneously removing the chances of um, millions of American young kids. <laughs> like, as, like what? Because <laughs> now understand. this young Billy, who's 10 years old, just started playing League of Legends, would have no hope of making it okay. to an, an, an LCS team. This is where I, my, I, gotta go. I can't control myself, Nathan. Okay, I'm just so pissed. Ham, yeah, dude, I'm just pissed. Ham. I'm really fucking pissed. I'll bounce off you, Curtis. I'm pissed as well, but I'm containing right now. I'm ready in the yeah, next... Yeah, okay. Next I, I'm <laughs> boiling up, dude. I'm literally... I'm like starting to... You know that, that scene in The Big Short when he's talking... Mark Borm's talking to the... the the um oh the hedge fund manager the, no not the hedge fund dude the he's like the what's the that CDO the dude. CDO manager yeah CDO manager sorry yeah <laughs> and he's, he's getting, starting to like get yeah, frustrated yeah. like boiling up yeah. that's like me right now dude yeah so so are we still on the disadvantages here Curtis I, I just got a I'm just going ham now okay, I don't know where I'm going I don't know where this is going to take me let's just just let's just nitpick it yeah okay dude. so the biggest thing is that how pathetic are the Amer- these Amer- like they call themselves Americans mm. how dare you. Where's the national pride? Patriotism. What do you... How, like... Like, I can't even say it, dude. Like, you're an American. You're born in America. Mm. You live in America. Have some pride for your country, your region. You want to get a team of Europeans, Koreans, and Chinese... Representing your org, Mm. your team in Mm. America? Mm. Fuck the Global League. There's nothing Mm. about the Global League. It's... You want to see your team... Versing another European team with five Europeans? 
what why what is the incentive for a fan to follow your org yes you might do better than you would have had in the short term with your with your better super team whatever you want to call it but you're you're just a joke you're not american don't call yourself an, an the nalcs call mm. yourself the united nations league or whatever you want to call it you know what is it? No, call yourself the LCK 2.0. Yeah, LCK 2.0 or the LEC 2.0. Yeah. Even there's comments everywhere saying, why would I even watch the NALCS yeah. when I can just watch the LEC or the LCK? Mm. There's plenty of options. We don't have to watch the NALCS. Even, let's say if Eve in TSM One Worlds right now, you still wouldn't really feel like... No, it's not an, NA. NA. No. You've got to... Because the coaching stuff would ultimately have to be Korean. Think about it. Even in C9 right now, they have Rain over and shit like that. They have Vega V2 who's European. There's like... No one's actually... Mithy. Mithy. Right? Yeah. Like, no one's American, dude. No. Have some respect for your region. It's something you could... Again, like, you can get behind... Like, all right, so this, this so now moving on to okay. the psychology around that, yeah. right? So... Yeah. It's ego, man. All right, so let's say let's say you're, you're seen on Jack, Steve, and, and Reginald, yeah. right? Yeah. You got you are very big players in the esports. You're the biggest players in the esports space in the world. Yes. You have very sophisticated investors behind these teams now. Okay. I would beg to differ, but yes, go on. Well, sophisticated on paper, um, and they're, they're at the big boys. I, I, I always say this: if you were to ask Reginald, Jack, or um, Steve, or Steve, do you have a better business? Then, like better business structure and you know the professionalism than an SK Telecom or a Hunway Life or something like that, they would guarantee you all answer yes. Okay. Okay. So if that's their answer yes, then you say okay. Well, if that's the case, Jack, Steve, why are you going zero six at Worlds and and you know being mm. an embarrassment to the regional as well. Yeah. That would destroy your... That, that that probably eats away at them every single night. Yeah, that's all they think about, right? That's all they think about. Because if you're Zero. at that table and then you rock up to the to the global riot meetings, whatever, you're like, oh, hey, guys, like, there's the Korean teams. Like, oh, it's like, they're like, life is like, oh, you know, these guys suck and we pay our players yeah. like a tenth of the amount yeah. they do. Yeah. That, that hurts. It hurts. There is no way you could possibly... That could possibly not hurt a human. Yeah. Especially like, at the end of the day, would you agree, Curtis? Humans always want more and more and more. They're greedy. Very yeah, greedy very by greedy. nature. And I'm, not, I'm not calling any of them greedy but you are innately want more like you're not going to just sit you think about how i mean how fed up they are of being i think the biggest thing is that the they're just short term they're just short term thinking they think they think that na have been losing for like 10 years right they think mm. that like you know we look at na's history we haven't won worlds ever or whatever it is and like go back in time through to um season two onwards essentially season three was what uh skt from like season three onwards and things like that at the end of the day this is the saddest thing about North America. There is no learning or development of processes in NA. If you go down this rabbit hole, if you go down this, ro- this, this road for the import road, the reason I call it the death of NA is that they are never going to do, do, develop an identity as a region and they're always going to be in the shadow and the footsteps of every other region. Yeah. Because you know why? At the end of the day, they're not forced to. What brings about change? A lot of the time, it's through painful experiences and just being, you're in this shitty situation and mm. you've got to get out of it. Mm. We always say this, Nathan, mm. just in terms of social hierarchy, right? Mm. The most dangerous thing to be is middle class. Mm. Right? So you have low class, middle class, upper class. Yeah. 
you see more people go from low class to upper class than you see go from middle class to upper class. The reason being is that they're in the shit. They are forced. They are at rock bottom. There is not nowhere. There's no safety net behind them. You know, they, they, they have to create, they have to innovate, they have to push themselves to extremes. There's a lot of, incre- I mean, a lot of successful people in terms of who have, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, I th- you wouldn't really have the stats on that. But then you think of people like Bill Gates and Mike, like they were, they were middle class. You know what I mean? Like there has been those. There like, has been, I'm in, saying. In terms of competition though, you have people like Mike Tyson. Muhammad Ali is a perfect example. Yeah. Muhammad Ali... He he was he he says he always said this. He wasn't fighting for himself. He was fighting for his people. Yeah. Well, there's, there's and that so is, many that's case such studies, a yeah. powerful reason to fight or compete, right? And 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 that's what NA needs to embrace. Well, think about and, th- and think about Mike Tyson, where he came from. If he lost his fight, he was on the street. Yeah. You win to survive. There's no more now, powerful. So think about NA. What, what I'm getting at here is that they're middle class right now. Yeah. They're comfortable. Yeah. It's okay. We can lose. We're still going to be fine. We're making We're still money. Making money. We're still man. making money. We're, We're all good. We yeah. You know, and like they are screwed. They've dug themselves this 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 hole of just like mediocrity. Well, that, that's across, that, that's what I'm saying. Comfortable with the it. expectation that Jack and Center of their business is that they they at the level their business that they should be winning worlds and they're not. Yeah. So, which is so dangerous, toxic. That's why they want these import rules. Right. Because they, they need to match their business with the performance. That's right. They need to match the business with the performance. Because yeah. right now on paper, it's not making sense. They're getting angry. It's like, they, they, they probably honestly think SKT and stuff, they're yeah. a joke. And, okay. and there probably is an argument that that's the case in terms of business practice. The, the, biggest, the biggest thing that aggravated me with the press conference was Parth's answer is the way he was talking. Like you said, Nathan, you were telling me, there's no passion. No. There's no love. It's all logical. It's all logic. Bullshit. It's like, Oh, Koreans are going to beat us or, okay, we have to import. Service size is the issue. Service size is the issue. <clears throat> you guys, we have to import. There's like, you know, because the bigger regions, they, they have to be better. They have better quality practice. End of story. Fixed mindset. End of story. No solution. Even if that was, even if that, okay, that is a, I'm not saying this is not viable. He's spot on, right? That is a, a contributing factor to the lack of performance in NA. Yeah. NA yeah. Is the surface size. That is one contributing factor. Mm. It may be big, it may be small, mm. it doesn't even matter. Mm. But it's the, your mentality towards that problem. He's basically, the way he's talking is, this is unsolvable. This is inevitable. Is it, an, it is inevitable that NA is going to suck. It's not, it's not, the way he, he could approach it is like this. I understand that we are we have our, we are at some disadvantages here. I understand that we are against the we have the odds stacked against us. I understand that they have bigger servers, better quality practice, whatever it is. Let's embrace this and let's let's figure it out. Let's use our minds. Let's use our our spirit, our passion, our love for get the game. Get the NA fans behind. Get you. the NA fan, fans behind. Us. Let's do it for America. It's not mm. about TSM. It's mm. not about Liquid. It's not about Cena. It's about America. Yeah, being a North American. It's about being an American. Americans are incredibly durable when they want to be. They've done some amazing things in history. Think about like in any of these athletes. You know, the Olympic Games. Olympic like Michael Phelps was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Like we've, they have the American, um, amazing athletes who have achieved um, amazing things, dude. Mm. And they're not adapting the mentality. Think about it. again, Mike Tyson could have given up. Think about him. It doesn't make any sense for him to win. No, we can go back to Conor McGregor. Go back to oh, there's so many examples. Conor here. McGregor, Talk about the Conor McGregor Island story. I don't think there was a single 
Irish fighter in the UFC before he joined yeah. or something like that. It's hugely misrepresented. So, so it was all American dominated, right? Yeah, it was American dominated. And then the Brazilians came yeah. in with the jujitsu and stuff like that. Um, Should I move my closer? Right? And yeah. then, um, yeah, I mean, he was fighting for the Irish. That's why he was. And, and the amount, I th- remember Joe Rogan's first interview, I think, with Conor Rogan's first UFC match. He said, I've never been in an arena with this much energy before because the Irish people were getting behind Conor Rigger. And that was, I mean, it's, giving him energy. It is Fort Island. Yeah, it was Fort Island. Representing a country. Mm. You can't replicate that. And, and like, I mean, in UFC, you, like, Ireland, Irish fighters, you would literally ask any fighter 10 years ago, impossible, impossible. for an Irish fighter to win. Because resources, resources, lack of training partners, yeah. everything. But Conor Rigger did his, like, own Irish team, his own thing, sat there just in the in yeah. SBG, you know? SBG, they moved the SBG to LA, right? Yeah. But they still had yeah. the same people. coaching yeah. staff, yeah. Irish. Yeah. So there's so many examples. What about the, uh, the cycling team, Curtis? Cycling team. So I don't have it on me right now, but um, I'm sure a lot of you have written, uh, read Atomic Habits, right? This is basically the start of the book. They talk about the British cycling team. Domin- they got dominated. They were terrible. They hadn't For won. Decades? They hadn't won. Yeah, they hadn't won the Tour de France in like 127 years or something like Jesus, that. Jesus, yeah. And then you know the guy turned around the coaching staff and then developed this whole new program. And within a certain amount of years, they won. They started dominating cycling, winning every single time. They won all these gold medals for England. Just for, based off a new coaching method, one, 1% improvements, focusing on all the details, getting into the, the specifics until it's this amazing program, you know? And, and, and the whole, and even Oates, think about this. Die Wolves in 2017, what we were able to achieve and how good we were, even in scrims when we went internationally and how well our players performed in Korean solo queue, made zero sense. No. Why were our players able to reach Challenger in Korea? In Korea? Why were our players able to be... We were doing well in scrims versus like Fnatic and shit like that in 2018. Like the mentality we had, we were the underdogs. We owned the fact that we were from Os. We had all these disadvantages. We, had, we weren't... There's no way we're going to win playing the Korean way. We, we remember we had... A, remember Jono, Jono said it really, really inspiringly. He was like... We're winning our way, the Die Wolves way. The Die Wolves way. We're going to do it the Die Wolves way. And we're not going to do it the SKT way or the TSM way or the G2. It's, we're doing it the Die Wolves way. We have an identity. We can take inspiration from different places, but at the end of the day, we're doing it for us. Everyone's behind us. Sense of camaraderie. We don't have that anymore. And, and think about even, okay, so many other case studies, but like, look, my biggest problem is the mentality they have. Because I, I firmly believe, and you guys know this from my content, if you come into solo queue with the mentality that you're going to lose the game or that the opponent is better than you, what are the chances you're going to win that game? Very slim. Yeah, when I first got into like the challenger games on O's, being diamond all last season, I played like way worse than my level because I'm like, oh no, I'm in challenger games. Mm. But the moment that I'm like, oh, these guys aren't that much better than me, bam, I'm starting winning or, games. Or climbing. even if you embrace the fact where you're at. Mm. Look, I might just yeah, suck I right now. Well. I, suck, I, I suck, suck right now. And yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Let's embrace it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure out a solution. There is more than enough players in North America to figure out a program and develop long term and become a, a, a formidable uh, region. Yeah. There is ways. There's definitely enough people, and we're going to talk about solutions enough. later. We have we have so we have potential solutions, right? Yeah. And we're we're just random two dudes from us. We're not smart. We're not like there's so many other smarter guys than us that could figure it out. 
with more money, more power, more resources. We're just two little noobs here from Oris. And couch. if we can come up with potential solutions that we think work, surely there are better ones. Mm. Surely. And, and and it's not even the fact that like it's it's just the it's the lack of respect for their country and their region. That's mm. what pisses me off the mm. most. Have some self respect. And I get as is you know, it's not just this one time by the way, it's not just this new things that's popped up. It's like, oh, import r- rules removed. It's been going on for five years since the first import was a the CLG player, I can't remember what his uh, name was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the Monte Cristo dude brought him over, yeah, right? Yeah, that's where it started. Because guess what the mindset right now is? Is that we're going to max out our two import slots yeah. automatically. And then we're going to have three NA players around that. So as an NA player, you're already on the back foot because you're just waiting to get replaced by a Korean or And, a and you player. know the way everyone views you. Yeah. Everyone thinks NA players suck. It's the elephant in the room. It's the elephant in the room. Every player... Is already thinking, well, yeah, it's inevitable they're going to have two imports. I'm mm. going to take up one of those. It's, it's actually, you're trying to get on a team. There's only three slots on a team for That's you. That's right. Ever. There's yeah. never five. Yeah. And on top of that, think about what will happen, one of the disadvantages that will happen if, if the import were to go through. This is what I, I can't stand, is that they, all these owners say, we're committed to developing. Mm. Okay. You know what's going to happen as soon as you get all these imports? No one is going to touch them. Why would we get an NA, uh, a developed talent when we can just get the rank one player from EU? Why can't we get one of these better? Because they, they've had better quality training, right? That's the right. Better quality solo queues. That's right. It's inevitable that they're going to be better, right? That's mm. the way they're thinking. Mm. Even if that guy, the NA player would be even or better, mm. he's not going to be viewed like that. Mm. And all the players in Academy, they're just going to be like, it's, they're not going to be incentivized. They're not going to have the motivation to do it because they know you're probably playing for an academy team that has five... Kore- They're probably even... The, all the academy players probably getting replaced by young Koreans anyway. That's right. That's what probably will happen eventually. Yeah, because anyway. think about it. If you, you, you have a full Korean team... Just get all guess Korean- what? You have full Korean coaching staff. All right, now we're bringing in the next... This is our academy team. So Because that's going to help develop for the Doesn't next Doesn't make team. sense. No. And and because uh, this this now this is always a cop-out that especially Jack loves to use and he, he can sort of use it is that... C9 Academy have invested the most in developing NA talent. It's true, okay? Mm. You know, they've got players like uh, Smoothie. Um, Fudge. Fudge. Zazel. Blabber. Blabber. There's a lot more that actually right. I don't even okay. know. I can't think. Yeah, just thinking Sven. Oh, not Sven, sorry. Um, Licorice. Licorice. Yeah. So, so, but Jack loves to use that. We're developing. Yeah, we're developing. Today. Well, you didn't really have a choice, firstly. I mean, I mean, I think that was just a smart decision that apparently no other teams would do because yeah. you need to fill up those three NA slots, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what does development even development? Mean? What does it mean? What like, does it mean? This is the funny thing. It's like at the end of the day, you haven't developed someone to win worlds, right? Or make it deep into worlds. Actually, you have actually because again, they did in twenty eighteen. That's the craziest thing as well is that NA. And they haven't been completely out of the race. If you go back to C9's 2018 roster, yeah. they had three NA players. Zazel, I, they I had wrote four. four. No, they had have three? three. They had Jensen and, and Svenskeren, and they're technically uh, EU. Jensen and Svenskeren, yeah. But then the day, they were playing in solo queue for yeah, years. Yeah, they, they were NA solo queue they're basically, the know, But again, let's yeah. not call them NA because no patriotism. Yeah, yeah. Licorice, uh, Zazel, and Sneaky. Those are three NA like fully NA yeah. American dudes yeah. making it to the semifinals at Worlds at 2018. Yeah. They beat a full Korean team, Africa Freaks. 3-0. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. It's it's the it's not like it's completely. It's not like it's, yeah, it's not like it's. And, and, you know, this is funny thing. That's the most successful team they've ever had in NA. You know that and had three NA players, basically, and even the imports weren't Korean imports or anything like that. That's right. Yeah. How interesting is that? And then every other team has always had to max out their two Korean yeah. imports. Actually, before we get into the, the, the what does development actually mean, sorry to pivot here, but it just got reminded me. Think about Korea. They mm. don't import from China, right? Mm. Even though they could, theoretically, mm. they could probably import from China and get like better quality players or whatever you want to say. Mm. But there's, for those of you who don't know, Korea like hate China. Like there's a rivalry. But this is not even about in e-sport. sport. This is just in yeah, their, their culture. culture. Yeah. Like China treated Korea poorly in, in history or whatever it was. So if you go to Korea, like even like the old people and stuff like that, they dislike China, like Chinese people, a lot of them. It's in their culture. Mm. Well, you can say that's racist. It is. But it's just that it's just human nature. It's just the way it's been based off the history and it's been embedded in their, in their teachings and stuff like that. They teach about the horrible things that China did to Korea and there's like sex slaves and stuff like that. And... Um, what I'm getting at here is that, like, that is some powerful shit. Mm. They don't want to lose to China. Like, no. they, when they even go to those, like, those, those events where it's like LCK versus LPL, they want to dominate them. Mm. They want to win. It's like, mm. it's like a grudge match, dude. Like, mm. they really want to beat them. Mm. And what I'm getting at here as well is that, like, I don't understand how Americans like NA can live with themselves when you've got you're importing players that literally disrespect your region. Like imagine what they're saying to their friends. Yeah, behind their backs. Behind yeah. their backs. Like I'm in this like oh yeah, I'm getting Jeez, a bit, so I'm in this shit. shit. Oh, look how shit NA is and like all this stuff. Like they're saying to their friends and stuff like that. And you think like China are gonna import, even if like there was like this amazing NA player, they're not gonna import not like this. In a million they're years. not gonna do it in a million no. years because it's Chinese pride, China, you know, China number well, one. Also, again, like, all those issues, it's like language barrier, culture. That as well, but like makes sense. what I'm getting at is like there's just so much like it's like getting with a it's like being dating someone who's like, you know, you're you're being with them because like they're they're hot or whatever, right? Or they're good looking, but they you know they have a terrible personality. Mm. And like they shit talking you behind to their friends behind their back. Mm. Like if you get with that person, you, you you hook up with that chick or whatever or that guy, your your value, you're like putting your self esteem so low. And when I view NA like this, it's like surely you're gonna hold yourself to a higher regard here. Like the way these Koreans and Chinese and Europeans are saying about your server, your region. They're not going to come here and want to win for you. They're not going to want, want to win for America. Yeah, they're winning for themselves. And it's just terrible. I just think like you can... I think that's another whole aspect they're not considering. We're not even talking about the lack of fans. But yeah, I just wanted to have that as like a little side point. Like there's just that no... Lack of respect. The lack of respect is shocking. Um, but yeah, tying back to the development point... Um, I mean, a lot of what development means is like you like place a player <laughs> in like this team and then you have coaching stuff around no, them no. equals development. No, no, no. What you do specifically is you put them in the same room. Yeah. The so same let's, room. Just, let's just shove them in the same room. <laughs> let's put the academy team in the same room as the main team. Let, or let's just let them look through the window or listen to what they're saying, <laughs> right? Or like let them have like little conversations between the academy team and the, and the pro team. And like, the pro team, that's let's right. Let's let them have conversations. Oh my, look at that development that's happening. They're talking. Yeah, they're oh my talking God. They're developing. Yeah. This guy. Oh my God. My coach is talking to their player. Yeah, wow. No. Come on, man. If any of you watch real sport, American sport, look at what real development is. It's done. It's not like this hasn't been done before in other sports. We've had this conversation today. Mm. Everyone just magically forgets all this sporting history in America. 
Everyone just forgets. It's they like have a, they have so many answers <laughs> literally just out there. It's literally fingertips. Your fingertips. You have some of the greatest coaches of all time mm. who are right next door. College coaches, you got like the John Woodens. You got these amazing coaches who've literally figured it out. They solved it, dude. They've solved how to develop talent. They've solved. It's not like esports is magically different. It's, like, it's not like the way they talk about um, talent as well, and the way they talk about someone being good at league. It's like they're either good or they're not. Mm. It's like they're either talented or they're not. They're a prodigy or they're not. It's not like you can. They, they in the way they view development. It's like they either learn on by themselves. They're just magically good. Or they're just, they're just, you can't develop them, right? It's like, let's just break it down. You think Kobe Bryant magically became as good as he was? He put in, he had like personal trainers. Michael Jordan with, with um, Tim Grover. Mm. The personal trainers, training his body, training his mind. Like, if you look at all of the greatest athletes, they have personal coaches, one-on-one trainers... They have like positional coaches, positional teams behind them. Like we're talking, and even in the co- college, we're talking insane personal development stuff going on. Well, there's a thing as well, Curtis, is that it's just not possible for, for, for the leadership in esports to develop a talent because everyone's so inexperienced because it hasn't been around for long enough. No, but I think as well, think figure it out because think about it, right? Yeah, it's you should like, be figuring it out for no, but sure. It's like, okay, think about one thing I loved about what I love about what Z9 are doing. They have like five, co- they have like seven coaches. That's right? true, yeah. That's a step in the right direction, yeah. right? You would have all these positional coaches studying the game for that player. Even if they screw it up, they're learning something. But you have that for like a full NA roster. Mm. Do that with a full mm. NA roster instead of doing it with imports mm. and see where that could get you, mm. you know? that Like that's amazing. Figure it out. Like get all this. It's spent all that money that you're spending six million dollars on a sword art. Spend that on you spend one, uh, you know, eighty grand or ninety grand or hundred grand on a positional coach. You can get a positional coach for seventy grand per person for like your academy players. You could do what insane stuff for your academy teams because this is the way I, I feel like it's so disrespectful. This is this is the way I view the owners talking as well. It's like this. So many buzzwords, and I said this at the start. It's like. You know, we're, develop- we're, we're committed. We're committed to developing NA talent. Just because we want to import doesn't mean we're forgetting the NA talent. Dude, like, stop using buzzwords. What is develop? What are you actually doing specifically to develop? Mm. Specifically. Mm. Show, me, show me that. And you know what else doesn't make sense here? Is you're saying you're developing talent, but where's it going? Mm. Development, you think about what it means. You're developing to, with the aim of creating amazing players that would be in your main roster at the end of the day. You're mm. not developing just for the sake of just just throwing it out there. I'm not like just, you know, developing for the I'm sake of developing. Guy. I'm just developing because I'm a developer, <laughs> you know? I'm developing because yeah. it has a goal. With yeah. the goal. We're forgetting what the goal of development is at the end of the day. Because it feels like all they're saying right now is, we, let's just keep the fans happy, saying we're developing and talent. Right, it's just like a, it's like a band-aid. Mm. And it's so disrespectful. You think we're that dumb? Mm. You think the fans and the NA fans are that stupid? Mm. Again, show me, again, for a lot of these teams. Again, Cloud9 may be a little bit of an exception because they have done some stuff. But all these other teams, I mean, think about the amount of players, ex-LCS players that are now just chilling in an academy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They and, just and, chill and, and it's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. That. Arcadian and Poe Belter, all these like ex actual LCS players are big well on major teams. They're still yeah. just sitting in an academy. Sitting in an academy. Where's the development? So wait, so what's that what does that make sense? So they played in the Pro League, they won championships in the top teams, then they go back. Then they go back down. So is that so they have to redevelop? Is well, that what's going on there? I don't know what's going on. 
I want to talk a little bit about the work I've done with Will in terms of Go development, yeah. right? This so, is real development. So um, he came to me in December of 2019. Um, randomly found this one of my YouTube channel, like 100 subscribers or whatever. Um, Diamond 1, I think he finished season 9 Diamond 1, like literally a Diamond 1 player. Um and then he hit like master. It was like low, like 100 LP or something like that. Just chilling in low master, right? Comes to me. We started doing some work. It wasn't even with the intention of like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'll help this kid out because I was learning myself how to be a peace jungle, right? Since then, so it's been about, I'm still working with him today. Um, it's been about 14, 15 months, something like that. I just counted just before. We've done about 800 solo queue reviews of his games. Right now, he's sitting at rank 33 on the NA ladder at 824 LP. He plays in games with Sword Art. He plays with Core JJ. He carries them in games. Is that done by by um, Will joining these these teams and getting developed? I mean, I wouldn't even say. I'm, again, I was just just sitting there like we're just we're going to solve and work things together. Like I, I'm not the best jungle coach in the world, you know. I'm just still an amateur, you know. But but again, it's like that process. It's like attack the attack the problem. We just attack, attack the problem. It. You know, like everyone would have said. Will is non-talented, trash not talented, player, in impossible. season not impossible. Impossible. And then looking at people are adding him, he's getting respects. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but make no, he put in the fucking work. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm yeah, not going to nah, yeah, take yeah. all credit for this, right? Yeah. Like I sat there and I just helped him through the process. Yeah. You know what most of my job was? It wasn't so much, I never really taught him much about the game. Like when being there for him. Yeah. It's like blocking out all the noise, all the bullshit you hear. In That's what a coach should be. A lot of the time, a coach is a helping hand. Making sure he's not getting into these little discord groups making sure he's on track he's focused it, most of the stuff that i talked to him is not even about the game honestly mm. you know it's like confidence issues yeah. or thinking long term or, or, or telling him how the the scene works right but imagine what would it be possible if you would already get right there's players that can already get to like challenger without any sort of coaching. any coaching right yeah. imagine if you were to do that exact same thing or i would do that with a mid laner for a year and a half where would that guy be that's development. That's 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 insane to think Show about. Show me any single um, NA coach who sat there with one player and reviewed more than more than eight hundred games yeah. with them. Think about, but you know what's funny is that like, and you know what's, what? Why we know this is a, why this whole thing is the biggest joke. No one, and we wouldn't even get approached by an org. An org would view us as useless. Well, like those guys, you know. No, well, trash. Well, no, but Nathan, even if we're in NA, a lot of the time. You gotta be smart with drafts and no, we're not viewed as a as a actual asset. We're not viewed as like a, a worthy investment. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even spend like seventy grand on us. No, yeah. Whenever all these players are getting paid like five hundred grand or something, they like wouldn't that. even pay shit all for us. Mm -hmm. When in reality, you've literally turned a, a, a player worth zero mm -hmm. to a player that's actually probably worth investing in. Mm -hmm. Oh, he'll get picked up for academy one hundred percent soon. Yeah, but guess what? Again. If the import they, goes wrong, he's ne and think about the sad thing. If the import rule would go through or get removed, he will never get he on. He has LCS. no choice, no chance. He will never get on LCS. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, and that, that's that's what I'm saying. There is potential. It's potential There's possibility. It's possibility. You know, the fact that you've done that and you're not even like you just started randomly jungle coaching. It's not like you're like you've done this for years. No, and that's shit. right. Yeah, you know. And and the other thing as well is that he doesn't have a ride account, and he actually has a plus net win 30, 40 wins. Mm. I believe he would actually be rank one right now. If you had like a right good account. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like the possibilities there. 
You know, this is, again, this was a random diamond one key. He's like 16. No one's developing talent. Show me. Show me you've sat there watching 800 solo queue games of a player before. It doesn't e- exist. And even if that wouldn't to not be the best way to develop, it's like, it's, it's having a crack and it's figuring it I'll out. I'll say 300 of those games. I'll, again, we had this discussion, like we sort of... Um, stopped coaching. I stopped coaching mm. for a bit because I thought I was making him worse. And we yeah. refined the process and we came back and we did the three blocks mm. and focus on learning objectives. And, yeah. you know, I fucked it up mm. plenty of times, but I attack it, attack mm. the solution. This is what they need to have the mindset of for NA. Yeah, the mindset. Is f- figure it out. Figure it out. If some two random dudes from O's can like get like insane results for, for solo queue players, surely there's some smarter guys than us out there that could figure it out with more incentives. I don't know, man. Or, or it, 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 we sound like it's, crazy it's people. Just, it's just like giving up. They're just giving just up. Just giving NA. up. Yeah, it's just giving up on you know? NA. And like Reggie's like tweeting out imports, imports. Yeah, it's imports. like a I love child. imports. Like, what is this, dude? And then so you don't believe for one minute what Jack says. His little narrative where he says he's giving young people opportunities <laughs> when, he, when he's he's he's, he's removing, removing Will's literally removing chance. Will's chance. Yeah, and you could say no if he was good enough, but no, even if he was good enough. You're not going to be. Why would you insert? Let's say, let's say if um, Will here got get run quite dominates NA solo queue. So you're going to place a random NA player. He speaks no Korean into a, a team with four Koreans. No, he's never going to get picked on. No, but even then, like you would, you can't expect him to get rank one though. It, like yes, he could theoretically, but like you shouldn't expect a player to have to get rank one when you've already imported all these players to get picked up. Like, that's an unrealistic expectation, in my opinion. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just expecting, like... And I just hate that way of viewing it. It's like... Okay, think about Michael Jordan. When Michael Jordan first came onto the Bulls, he got... He wasn't even... He got, like, dominant. He was small. Like, he mm. was... His physique. He wasn't mm. that good. Like, mm. he was good. They obviously had the skill. But he had years... To, he had to play years in the NBA to actually, like, get to where he... It took him, what, 10 years to win a championship or something? Like, eight shit? years. Eight yeah. years to win a championship? Yeah. He had to... F- he had to develop his mind, his body, like his, everything. Help his teammates get better. Help his teammates get better to actually win a championship. And what I'm getting at here, Nathan, is like they, their mindset is like, okay, let's just get the best player now. Mm. So short term. Let's just get the best player right now. And then we're going to win. And okay, this, and then let's, before we go into the incentives and the business side of things, I feel like this is all started, where this all started, the history of NA was where they dug themselves a hole. The hole started in like, you know, season two, season three, whatever it is, when the top players of NA, they dictated the culture, right? You had the Dyruses, the Reggies, the Chaos, Hotshot GG, Hot GG, you know, incredibly immature, literally just spam. Yeah, there's, 20, there's a really good document. I mean, go go watch the game. Game games. cribs or old school TSM. Like, like go legends. go watch those and go think of those. Is that is that highest performance? Is that professional plays in their mind? Just go back and go watch. Go, the ba- game cribs. go back and watch it. You literally and see the th- stuff. There's also a, a documentary, the CLG one as well, when they went over to Korea and stuff with Voibo and that sort of stuff. Yeah, you can watch those documentaries. Watching them back now, I mean, even those players would probably think that that, that was a joke. They were the cultural architects. Cultural architects, right? NA back in the, that day. So think about this: the players that were getting, you know, they were they were the start of the NA. Um, the the how they the way they did things, right? So these guys got a lot of money. 
the original players in TSM streaming, streaming yes. and just building their brands. And that was and they were the top because they just been there from the start. The only reason they were at the top is because they played since the beta. Yeah. At the end of the and day, and they got an edge on Koreans they because an and Chinese because they had the game. Before they had the game them. before then. Yeah. That was the only reason they were better than you them couldn't. There was no Korean servers and no yeah. Chinese servers. So so anyway, what I'm getting at here is that right from the beginning of, of NA, you were rewarded for poor habits, poor you know routines, poor behavior. Everything from right from the beginning. So the new up and coming talent, you had to be like kind of toxic. You're a bit of a egotistical dude, and like fall into that NA culture, the meme culture. Like you were, you were just that was it. You couldn't make it onto a team. You were, you wouldn't fit in. It's like school. Like you had to adapt to way the way people were, right? Or otherwise, you're an outsider. You're not gonna you're not gonna get in. So what happened is that now they're burning all this cash. They're burning all this cash and playing for players, and ra- they obviously inflated. That we we spoke about this. They've inflated the salaries, but it's more or less about the salaries. It's more about the behavior and the standard of the solo queue, because it was stream culture and all that stuff. Anyway, they didn't really care at the end of the day. It's still like you're still making a shit ton of money off streaming. And then slowly we we keep going, we keep going, we keep going. And Korea starts dominating worlds and. But they're so far on the back foot because the quality of the solo queue is shocking because they were the cultural architects. Mm. They dictated how things were done. Mm. The whole streaming culture. The whole streaming culture, everything, that whole toxicity thing. And they, they've created this NA culture. So all the players up and coming, that was the way things are done. You've got the, then the Dardocs come up and that's the way Dardoc is. And like you've got all these you know, younger players. That's the way they are, right? And they've dug themselves a massive, massive hole. Because now what's happened is that They've created this very poor, these poor habits, poor solo queue culture, but you can't just randomly shit change that. So their way of escaping this is to screw NA. We've we've messed up. We've me- like NA. It's it's a it's a lost. It's like an abandoned abandoned ship. Yeah, it's a sinking ship. It's yeah. over. Let's just leave it. Mm-hmm. Admit that NA solo queue is terrible, and let's pretend it doesn't exist anymore, or let's create an artificial one on the side with all these imports. Right, let's just pretend it, we don't need it anymore. We don't even need to rely on NA solo queue anymore because we can just get these imports. So what they're trying to do, right, is, is compensate for this massive hole that they've dug. When in reality, the core thing, the way they should approach this is actually fix the core problem, which is the solo queue. Fix the solo queue. And I really don't think it's hard to fix the solo queue. That's my, and that's why we spoke about this. So it's interesting how... Everything that, like, you were talking about Path and stuff, saying that the the players, the training is what it is. The training is what it is. So they have this solo queue system. They also have a solo queue system on the North American server. They have a challenger ladder. You mean on the European server? Huh? You mean on the European server? No, I'm talking about, in gen- like, it's a solo queue system. Like, right, like, it's just everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing everywhere. Think about there's a ladder on everything, so... But then they just tie it back to the population on the server. The population on yeah. the server. Okay. Which uh, is still a cop-out. Because if you think about, even Australians, right... Mm. Australians in swimming, we have like a tiny ass population. What, we're like 25 million or some shit? Yeah. And we like get gold all the time in swimming. When theoretically, if it was pure, purely about the numbers. No, then wouldn't China, wouldn't China, China or Russia or, should win every single gold medal at the Olympics? Or, or, or all these other regions. It's not purely about the population. Mm. There's regions out there that win certain sports because they have amazing processes and they've really, mm. they have amazing training and they all They're in on it. They focus in on it. They focus in on it. And th- th- that's the thing is like, China would win everything if that was the case. You think there's more people in North America playing basketball than there is in Europe or China? I highly doubt that. I think there probably is a, the same, if not more, in China playing basketball than in North America. That doesn't mean China's better in basketball. 
America have amazing systems. They have amazing coaching staff. They have college it's in their culture. Mm. Like they've they've developed it and they've really mm. refined this over a period of time. You go to how you know hard it is, how how competitive their high school leagues are, their college leagues. You go to a random basketball court in the street in the ghetto in America and they're playing hardcore basketball. You know, they they they're great at it. And it's part of their culture. And and, and I'm I'm not saying that, you know, it has to be embedded in your culture to be good at it, but what I'm saying here is that there is more factors than in purely just the numbers. And, and tying back to it, even if it were the case, even if, yes, I accept you're at a disadvantage, you're just admitting that it's just over. You're just giving up. It's the whole giving up bullshit, as I don't understand. And now they're just compensating for it. And we'll talk about this later, what we think, that we'll round off this video, I think, with the solution. I think that's where we should end things. The solo queue solution. Well, I thought that's what I was going to say. Oh, you want to say now. that now? I mean, right. you just talked about it again. So it's like... Parliament have talked about is again they're solid because at the end of the day, everyone who has become a professional player has been plucked from solo queue. Okay? Yeah. Well, end at the end story. of the day, everything stems back to the solo queue. Everything at the back end to of the solo day. queue. Yeah. So why don't we focus and fix our NA solo queue? Well, Nathan, NA solo queue is not fixable because streamers and all that stuff. One trick, streamers and, you know, no one takes it seriously, whatever it is. And yeah, I mean, a lot of those things are true. But why don't we figure out a way to potentially fix it? it dude, your solution that you came up with is... I'm going to say it again. I say It's I've, so simple. It's, not even, it's not even hard. It's really not that hard. Stop scrimming. Stop scrimming. Mm. Because even if you're getting better in terms of team, team work and communication, synergy, you're not going to be playing with those players soon anyway. You're not going to do anything any impact at Worlds. You have to fix the solo queue because you yes, simply cannot compete unless you have an excellent solo queue system. In-houses, stop. Bullshit, okay? You don't have a ladder system. You can maybe create one, but it's not about the professional players. It's about the up-and-coming players. It's about the wills. It's about the wills. It's about these players who have that, that, that player right now in gold in a solo queue has that dream of becoming a professional player. Yes, it's incredibly difficult to become a professional player in any sport, but there's that possibility is there, and there's a system there. The fact that NA solo queue, no one respects rank one. Yeah, that's the bullshit thing. No one respects rank one. If Will would have beat Svenskeren, yeah. Svenskeren isn't, isn't going to be like, oh, this guy's actually like, really good. like, this is interesting, no, but, but it's not like this guy has to be on my team. If you get rank one in crap, someone get that someone guy. Someone get that guy. You know? no, but the other thing as well, what I'm getting at is a lot of the pro players, they don't take solo queue seriously. seriously. So if like uh, Will would have beat Svenskeren, whatever, they're just going to like... Be like, oh yeah, oh, he's, he's not does, that good. He he's does. Lucky. He gets disrespected by his friends going straight up. Yeah, he yeah. just gets disrespected. Yeah. And he's not going to view him. He's like, it's solo queue. Watch me in scrims. I'm just going to dominate this guy in scrims. Yeah. Whatever. It's like they don't view it as seriously as they would, no. you know. But in Korean solo queue, like you get beaten by someone, it means something. That's you know, right. it's like it's like everyone's taking it seriously and it's super simple. Like you said, no scrims. And Stop if screaming. that were the only Stop way to screaming. improve, everyone's going to take that seriously as yeah. well. But the other thing, even if you weren't, again, if they didn't want to go down that route, even though I do think that is the better route. Even if you were to tell every single team, you solo queue between the hours, all the pro players and all the academy players must solo queue between X and Z hours, X and Y hours, then you know what will happen? The quality of the solo queue in that time will be so high because you've got now all the LCS players versing each other. And then you're going to say, oh, but what about the one tricks? No one banned any one tricks. No. No one banned the one tricks. Mm. And eventually, over time, even if the one tricks are there, you get weirded out. The best players will always rise to the top. If all the best players are trying their best mm. to really take solo queue seriously, mm. and you all queue up at the exact same time, mm. you're going to have well, how many players? There's ten teams in the LCS. There's five players on each team, so that's already 
50. 50 plus a sub, so that's like 60. Then you've got the academy teams, yeah. which is another... You, at least half of them are going to be pretty bloody good. Yeah. So you've got at least 100, 100 and something. Mm. You've got 100 and something players queuing up at the exact same time. Mm. You're going to get good quality games. Well, a lot okay. of good quality Curtis, games. Curtis, again, I still don't want them to scrim because they're... They're going to use that as still, excuse. They're still thinking about scrims. They've got all the team conflict bullshit they have to sort out. You, you're never going to take Solicude the stats seriously and you, 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 you lose focus, mm. right? They yeah. ha- it has to only, like, again, this would never happen because think about how many coaches will be listening to this saying these guys are absolutely yeah, delusional because yeah. they're out of a job. Yeah, they can't. They're out all out they're, of They're draft, no, all that Nathan, draft why thing? this will never happen as well, Nathan? What's that? Is because you know what this requires? What? Long-term thinking. Yeah, long-term, long-term thinking. No, again, NA. Go back <laughs> to... Owners. Look at the, the owners. owners they're, they're at the big boy table. Short they term, can't. Short term. They cannot... They cannot leave that table. They no. are at the big boys' table. Nathan, you can't go that much backwards. No, they can't. They, they, they for some reason, they're, they're just... In, okay, this is what just doesn't make... This is the, the delusional thing. They always say, we've got to protect our brand by doing well at Worlds because we'll get flamed by Reddit if we perform bad at Worlds. If you said to your fans... Yeah, if you, yeah this is the thing. Okay, guys, this is it. We're going to do this. Screw... like So, import's gone. I don't want to see a single yep. import in NA. We're not ever. playing to win Worlds this year? No. We're no, going to say the next it five up. years, ten yeah, years. Yeah, we're going to say we're not going to win worlds for the next five years. We're only only playing with full five NA rosters. Yeah, the entire league, all NA. We're not doing scrims for an entire we're gonna year. We're going to all fix solo queue. We're going to all fix as a region, as yeah. a, as a country, as dude. a country. As a, we're Americans, yeah. so just fix this shit. Yeah, we, we might perform terribly one, two, three years, but look at where we're going to be in four. You know, year four, year five. Fans will get behind that and support that message. Hundred percent, because they will. And people are going to watch the league more. I guarantee you, you people will so? respect the league more. There's the competitive LCS. All the Americans will. Yeah. Because you don't have any imports. These players are in the solo queue all the time. Mm. Like, it's an American experience. You create some sort of thing around solo queue, some competitive. Again, maybe it's a prize for being rank one or something like that. Yeah, there's ways you can incentivize it. But the solo queue system has to... Again, because remember, professional players... They're, most of the time they're professional players because they're in the system all the time. If they're suddenly removed from the system, I bet you there's a lot of young kids out there that could suddenly start beating these professional players and they would no longer even have a job. So that also threatens their job yeah, as well. Because you know what? I reckon a lot of their players in, in LCS right now couldn't even get highly if they really Yeah, I know. If they to. really wanted to, they can't. You know, they could Spot on. So, so it must be fixed. And this is literally the only solution. Yeah, I know. No, stop screaming because at the end of the day, you can still play LCS and still do the viewership, but you don't have, you don't have to scrim. No, you don't have to scrim. It's this bullshit thing. It's, bullshit. it's like, it's like we're working on teamwork and communication. Again, you're not going to be playing no, but they, again, they, don't, they, 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 they keep using the same bullshit excuse saying, and I you sucks as one tricks and people don't care. Mm. I get trolled. Yes, if, again, you, if you get all, it's, it's enough of you yeah. who are incentivized to mm. try between the academy, collegiate and, and the LCS to fill up the entire ladder. ladder. Yeah. You've got enough of you. And it'll be incredibly and it's, okay. It ties into, again, tying this back to us. Use O's example one more time. We did a very similar thing in Oros. Mm. We, 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 we tried really hard. And so we, everyone took our solo queue very seriously. seriously. Yeah. In Die Wars in 2017. But even all the other teams as well, because everyone wanted yeah, to beat us. Everyone was taking solo yeah. queue. It was, it was a hardcore solo queue. Yeah. Like, everyone was really trying. It was yeah. good quality solo queue. Yeah. And These are the FBI, the Lost. FBI, Lost, um, Ryoma, Ryoma, Destiny, Destiny Rays, Shurnfire. Shurnfire, King, Fantix, Chippy. We had, it was a really good quality solo queue, right? And think about that. Think about the percentage of O's people in NALCS right mm. now comparatively to NA. This mm. is the most disgraceful thing. Mm. You've got three 80 carries out of 10 
in the LCS? Were they developed in NA or O's? They were all developed in O's. <laughs> Think about that. Okay, according to the theory of path, it is stati- it is impossible mm. for an O's player to mm. ever come to NA. Mm. One, mm. let alone Destiny, Rays, Lost, Fudge. F- like we're talking fives and Calvin King's going to be in there very soon. Multiple players. And then think about the academy. So many of the academy are O's now. Doing really well, dominating. Isles. There are so many. They're going to be LCS soon, potentially. Or better than LCS players. It doesn't make any sense for O's players. If your, your theory is bullshit, mm. it, it just breaks. Mm. And you know why? It's because you know why O's, were, why O's players can do it? Is they were hungry. It's either you you lose, Again, go back to you go the, back on the street. You can't play professional street, league anymore. Right, yeah. that you can't. There is no academy league mm. where we get 70, 80 grand a year mm. in the academy league mm. in NA. No, you are either the best or you're last. Mm. You're really good or you give up. Mm. There's no middle ground. No. Look at the percentage of just OS versus NA. If you were to combine um, academy, LCS, and coaching staff included. Mm. The percentage of North American versus... It would be... Obviously, there's going to be more Americans. But the percentage would just be whack. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense. It's like, how are there this many Aussies? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Our server size is minuscule. Yeah, which with 200,000 or something. Second smallest in the world. Tiny. Behind Japan. Make no sense. I mean, just in front of Japan. How come Schoenfeuer get could just get rank one? Yes, mm. he t- spent a lot of time in Korea. But still, he spent the most of his time in O's. Mm. Shock. goes straight to NA. Gets top Chippies 10. is like top 20, 30 Chippies, right now. Chippies, again, yeah. doing really well. Yeah. Don't, doesn't make sense, dude. Because we're desperate. They're hungry. They yeah. need it. Yeah, they take right. their solo queue very seriously. Mm. Fix your solo queue. Fix your solo queue, uh, yeah, Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. End of story. Because again, why don't you create your own system in solo queue? It's there. The system is there. The rank system is there. incredible. It's all, there. It's all done. It all started from the rank system. And you know what's... It, it, it's forgotten about. But you know as well... Korea don't complain about one tricks. Don't they? No. Interesting. They don't ban them either. Z99 yeah. gets Z every game. Yeah. Love Galio gets yeah. Galio every game. Fascinating. They get it every game. They don't ban it. Yeah. Just play. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. The one tricks are good. You learn from them. Yeah. Love Galio is a really good Galio player. He plays at 1K or people. The, the, the player got ranked one last season in NA, uh, Korea, was, he was the Zoe player. Not even a pro player. A Zoe one trick. Really good was it one tricks. Play, play with them, dude. If you're, if they're as if bad as you say they are, if these players are as bad as you say, they shouldn't be able to win because mm. they're gonna have a, an a LCS mid laner versus one trick. Mm. Like they'll get, they'll get weeded out of the system eventually anyway. Mm. Yes, like you might lose that game as well, but that guy's gonna lose again and again and again. He won't be in the system anymore. He'll get weeded out in like a week. Super simple. Um. So yeah, and, and but Nathan, this will never happen again. This is the sad thing. It, can, it can't happen because NA is so short. They're so short term. We got to win world now. That's right. We got a short term improvement. Going back because I think to fans, we get fans from their performing. business model right now. This is going to segue. Good segue. So I want to talk about the business side of things. Is yeah. the only way you make money as an esports business is to win. Winning equals fans, right? Compared to, let's say, traditional sports, is very geographical based. Yeah, there's you have a, a home team. You have ticketing sales. You have merchandise. It's really big. Well, you, there's there's a set amount of fans you have by being 
a basketball team in... You get obviously more fans if you still win in yeah. those things, but you have a baseline, right? Yeah. You have a baseline. We've talked about in the podcast before about the esports business model. Go on to teams like uh, FlyQuest YouTube channel, Dignitas. Look at the viewership of their videos. Yeah. Do they have a big fan base? No. That you can make the money that they're paying their players yeah, it's for the money impossible. It's the money versus it's it's not that they can't make money. It's the it's versus the, the expenses. The that's expenses right, are way expensive. too high. Expenses are too high. So that's the other advantage. By the way, of no imports. If you just get removed imports across the board, zero imports. It was American League. Yeah, their salaries will be probably lower, right? Yeah, well, because they won't. I mean, at the end of the day, okay, yes. everyone competes against everyone for the best players. Yes, right? that's fine. That will happen. Yeah. but like you yeah, know, it doesn't have to be as much. It won't be as much. Yeah. Even if it is the three top teams were bidding war for like yeah, right now NA play should be more than happy. But again, that's short term. Who cares? Like it, it should. It that's just, right. Well, it, I mean, it cares because it's like players' careers are only X amount of time, right? They want as much money as possible. Right. But right now, I mean, given the the, the state of NA, I mean, again, it's hard to say because NA just still does have that viewership and it is based on viewership. Um, you know, that I mean, again, well, there's a failure to monetize that viewership as well. Clearly, in esports. Um, well, what, look, we need to just start. What I want to do is, is, is start this with the incentive of the teams, right? And like, let me clarify. I said this earlier on, but I want to clarify one more time. The reason the top teams and the bottom teams want the import rule lifted is for differing reasons. Think about right now, the top teams, they have two import slots, right? You got TSM maxing out on imports. They get sword art for six million, whatever it is, and you get... Was the other power of evil? You get really good imports. A team like Dignitas, FlyQuest, CLG, any of these these lower orgs, they can't compete monetarily because these orgs actually do. They actually pretty. They have a lot of fans like TSM, TL, and C9. Basic sponsors. They sponsors. They they actually have a decent amount of revenue, so they can spend that money on getting really good quality imports. Yeah. So right now. A team like Dig and stuff, they're never... They, I mean, it's very unlikely they're going to be able to beat a TSM or a TL or a C9 based off the amount of money they're going to be able to spend on imports. Yeah. So the reason the top teams want more import slots is so they can get a better quality imports so or more imports, sorry, so they can be better, more globally competitive. Yeah. And also the the cost of the... the uh, Simultaneously, by doing this, you're actually lowering the cost of imports across the board, which favors the bottom teams. So now bottom teams like Dig and CLG and things like that, they can actually get decent quality imports. They can get like all these like maybe rookie-ish EU talent or lower talent in Korea and still be decent. They're still going to be decent, but they don't have to spend that ridiculous amount of money to get, um, you know, to get the imports because the, the across the board, it's just going to be much lower. Um so what I'm getting at here is that the top teams want it for a different reason to the bottom teams. And the reason the bottom teams have to import is just if they remove it is because you can't have one team that has like five European superstars or five Korean superstars versus like an NA team that's not importing. Otherwise, because again, they, the way they view it, they got to win. To get fans. And if they're getting stomped and they're going 0-20 in a season. No fans. They can have no equals, fans. No sponsors equals no money. That's right. So everyone has to win. Mm. And in order to win, you just got to follow what's been done by the top teams. Yeah. So it's like a vicious cycle. Mm. If the top teams import, you got to import. Mm. So right now, it actually favors the bottom teams to, to remove the import restrictions because they can actually get more imports for a cheaper cost. Yeah. And again, the only reason they import is because they come from better solo queue environments. Yep. Right? Yeah. 
Again, everyone's avoiding the issue. Everyone's avoiding the issue. Fix your solo queue. Get rid of no imports. You're no not allowed to have yet. any imports. Because I feel like it, it, right now, yes, okay. I don't see anything wrong with having two imports the way it is, but it's the way they're used. Yes, yeah, the mindset. It's the mindset. It's kind of like dodging. We talk about dodging in solo queue. Mm. Dodging in solo queue is fine, mm. but if you if you approach dodging with a very toxic mm. mentality, like mm. I got, oh my god, does this mean like I have to dodge all these games? Was this game just a winnable? I should have dodged it rather than like taking responsibility. It's the same thing with imports. Are you viewing imports in a healthy way where like you're getting imports you want to develop for a long period of time and like they complement your team and like the English speaking, they fit in really well, they make sense? Or are you getting imports and it's like, holy shit, if we don't have imports, we're just going to insta lose. Like, you know, um, it's the mindset behind the importing and like we can't develop. So we're just going to have, we have to import versus no, these. And that's why I you say know, you can't import because I don't trust them. You don't trust them, right? I, yeah. And I don't, based on experience. But know? we know it would be better for NA and to have be zero. And it better for long term for zero imports. Zero imports. And all the NA get, get behind, all the fans will get behind it. You know, you're going to, you're going to suck. But if you tell your fans, this is the expect, it's all, and then it's all about expectations. expectations. You know why TSM gets hated so much? Because they make the expectations so high. We've got to win worlds every year. And they say that, and then they go zero six. Of course, you're gonna get. If they flamed. went into, if they went into world saying, look, you know, with a full American team, we had a development year, we're like Golden Guardians, you know, yeah, years. No, sorry, we were like Golden years. State Warriors, right? Yeah, you know, we developed for years. Yeah, and then finally, you, you, you come together. But let's just say we, we're developing. It's gonna take years. This is our first shot. Don't really have any expectations. We're gonna go in and see what we can do with our NA, full NA team. You go zero six. Okay, it's about what we expected. Yes, they're TSM. Because of the history, they're probably going to get flamed. But, you know, you're going to keep doing that. You're going to keep doing that. You know, it's going to wear off. And that's the only way it's going to happen. And maybe what they're scared of, Nathan, is that everyone's just going to watch the LEC. And everyone's going to watch Korea. Or I don't think that will be the case. I the really the don't. Day, they're American. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're and American. even if that's the case, Fine. Take the then it's just to the viewership. Yeah, it's then it's smaller. just smaller, smaller operation. But guess what? Imagine you coming to Jack and Steve and things saying, hey guys, you guys aren't going to have as much millions anymore. And you're not going to be able all, to compete with and SKT. And all the like promises that. that they've made to their investors. Yeah, and the pitch sense. that they sent to Riot for the 10 million. Nathan, at the end of the day, NA's fucked. Yeah. They're talking through this through, they're fucked. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it all starts with, the, like we said, the history of NA. Because of what's happened in the history of NA, the false narratives, the crazy expectations, the big dick money, the big gaming houses, the big investment, esports bubble growth, we got to beat win worlds. Um, you know, this has been, it's just like, it's like the Chernobyl thing, dude. You know, the, the documentary, it's like the Chernobyl documentary. It's like so much incompetence. And it's like mistake after mistake after mistake, mm. but it always ties back to incentives. Mm. The guy in charge wasn't incentivized to take responsibility because mm. he wanted the promotion. Mm. But the guy below him is pushing that guy because he wants a promotion. Mm. It's all back to monetary, monetary reasons and incentives and basic, of, of the management. Basic human. Other than that, I always say we're all a bunch of monkeys, man. We have basic needs right, and wants. Well, at the end of the day, Nathan if you were to put this responsibility, it's not on any one person, no, it's not. but it is on the upper management of the people at the there NA LCS, yeah. run the LCS, yeah. and also the, the main team. Or That's owners. right. If they were smart and really thoughtful and cared about the longevity of their sport and their region, they and would the have fans. addressed this years ago. And the fans, if you go, go watch those, those, look at those Reddit threads, 
the fans are uh, they're angry about this as well. I would be too. You know, imagine if imagine if AFL in, in, in Australia we mm. started like importing all these athletes from like America and mm. shit. Mm. Like a few of them, a handful is fine, but if you get like a full team, mm. like what the hell would that? It would be disgraceful. Yeah, get no, no fans. No, no one fans. would give a fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to. Oh, I mean, I've, I, this is the third time I've proposed a solution in this podcast over yeah. the episodes. <laughs> I will keep saying it. Yeah. I will keep going. You know, you Nathan, know we, we do a thousand episodes. You know, you said they're never going to do it. And Nathan, yeah, I don't. It doesn't look, make sense. A part of me just thinks that there's even no point. Like yeah, a potential, there's no like point. I feel defeated because I just feel like everything we say here, it's such a pipe dream. Oh, it is. It's but, just the biggest uh, pipe dream. But I mean, for me, it's like I work a play with like, like I want to see Will succeed. Like, he has the potential. Actually, I hate the word potential, but like I want it to at least be a possibility for him. And when I hear stuff like this, this pisses me. I feel like I have to get involved. Well, well the, 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 look, the sad reality is, and it feels terrible to say to Will or any NA player, or any NA up, player. Is that you basically your chances are minimal? Well, Reginald even said it to Vulcan on that tweet saying you're going to go to Macca's and you're going to go to McDonald's after the like it's basically non-existent. Yeah, and um, it makes no sense to continue if this rule was if this rule were to get lifted if if this rule would get lifted there's no point and wouldn't just give up and don't listen to any of the the NA owners and you're just going to rot away in academy and go nowhere. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but we're even saying then even the academy teams will just be full grand teams as well yeah probably eventually yeah we're European um, yeah we spoke about the buzzwords the development buzzword we spoke about oh and, and, and uh, uh, like again another core theme here is how fixed the mindset is of all of these owners they, they sound so smart right when mm. they talk oh yeah they feel like they know what they're doing they, they, they talk for like two well minutes well spoken they, yeah. they're super well spoken we are committed to developing and we care about NA talent and we're, we're, we're working with the other teams together to develop the region and bring about high-quality performance. All these buzzwords. All they're saying is, yes, we want imports. We're still going to develop, but we're not going to bring them on our main team. Yeah. That's essentially what they're saying. Yeah. And it's just all like this fixed mindset. Like, again, a player is bad, and you've proven already mm. with your case study with Will that that isn't the case, mm. that it's possible to get a low diamond player and bring them up to the... I did that with Ian Corporal. That's right. I coached a player. Yeah. He was trash. I literally got a player who was bottom of master, (laughs) D1 at best. Yeah. Trash support player in one year, which is less than a year because it was actually like in September. Yeah, September. I got him in one year, not just me, but with other coaching staff um, from a D1 player to a high challenger player to imported in a year to Japan. Japan. Yeah. From Osa Japan in one year. No team would touch that guy ever, and he no. would never have a career if it wasn't for me. That's correct. He would never have a career. You can safely say, as much as as much as egotistical, <laughs> that is, it's, it's true. true. It is. Like I wouldn't have a career. Yeah. And he, he as he's thankful for it, and, he, mm. and you know, he wouldn't have a career. Mm. Same for Biopanther, dude. Mm. I swear, Biopanther. We probably, gave him that chance. I gave him that chance. He probably wouldn't. When he got developed in our team, when he came, he probably won his first. He probably might not have year. ever been on the team potentially. Mm. Um. So yeah, I feel like just they have a fixed mindset towards everything. Such a fixed mindset is disgraceful. Um, and so, look, a few things I want to say here um, to finish this off, Cody. Our battery's about to die on our camera. Should okay. I replace it? No, I think we just round this off. Okay. Um, have some faith. 
Get excited. Get excited. Get the, yeah. You got a region. You got you got hundreds. Of, how much is the population in America? A couple hundred million people. Yeah, dude. You got those people behind you. They will get behind you. Look at the Reddit. Look how passionate people are on those yeah. Reddit comments. I mean, that, we see. We talk to people from NA. They love the game. Yeah. Like, there's people out there that are obsessed. Find them, develop it. Figure out a way to make money from it in a in a demonetize the fan. So then you can have you can prosper. As some of these owners were saying. Be creative. Think about the UFC, dude. UFC was run really poorly and was mm. not profitable mm. and was shocking, but dying business. And yeah. then you Dana know, White, Dana and White Lorenzo turned that around. Was, yeah. Figured it out. Figured out Figured a way to do it. Right now, there's, again, the comfortable is the constant the word. They're comfortable. And they're trying... No, they're trying... A lot of fake promises. Well, that, but also, Nathan, they're, tr- they're, they're beating a dead horse. And they're beating a dead horse. In a sense, like, the direction they're going, it's never... Like, it's a dead end. If you continue the trajectory they're going down, it will never... There's no, like, rainbow at the end Because, again, they're still not going to win. No, they're still never going to win. And if they were going to win, no one cares. So, TLDR, not they can never win if they go down that route. Mm. Even if they win, no one cares. They're gonna have no fans, or you're dis- you're literally blowing up your region. Yeah, your development goes down the drain. You're literally ruining the hopes and dreams of most of the uh, NA talent, and um, we're just disgraceful to America to being an American. So yeah, what a shame. Yeah, uh, so have some faith, great. dude. I believe that. Look, I'm not even American, no. and I believe that you guys can do it. Mm. Because I've done something similar in ours, mm. and that's way harder. Mm. Yes, we didn't win worlds. We didn't make it to groups and shit. But we overperformed. If you saw our scrims and, and like the way we played in solo queue, like the quality of the players we had from such a shit region, like that's like we shouldn't, it wouldn't, it doesn't make sense no. what we did. No. And the fact that that was even remotely possible, it's like if this would it be true, mm. what else would it be true? Mm. What else could be done? Mm. And we did it when I didn't even know what the hell I was doing, mm. let alone now. Mm. If I would have another go at that, what would mm. that look like? Um, and yeah, that's pretty much, I think we've really covered it. And, and, and actually, one last thing I don't think we really covered well, maybe we may not cover it here, was like, we didn't talk about what would happen specifically if, it, if an import, because their theory is you bring an import in, into a team. and then, oh, it solves problems yeah, versus so, creates more yeah, so, problems. Yeah, so, so like what I was saying to Nathan earlier on today, I was like, okay, the way Reggie's thinking, and like of these owners, is that they think of it in a very one-dimensional way, is we have a problem of low performance, Boom, better player equals better performance isn't win-win. Great, woohoo. But he's not thinking of like the, the flow-on effect of that and then also um, the other problems you're going to create. So yes, you are removing or you're solving two or three problems, but then you're adding another six or seven problems on top of that. That's what's happening. And those problems are stuff like homesick culturally. Homesickness, cultural differences. Communication. Communication issues. Yeah, like disrespect for the region, yeah. lack of motivation. Mm. There's so many things that are going are gonna to cr- crop up. Pressure. And there's so many things. Apparently you just have this polished, perfect player come to Apparently, you. Apparently, according to them, what's going to happen, you get this import, they're going to come into the team, yeah. they're going to play solo queue, then all the NA young talent are going to be like, oh, wow, cool, Let's, I'm going to try really hard now mm. just because he's here. When no, in reality, all these players are going to think NA Solo is a joke. And they just They're just going to scrim all day. Yeah. And then the development is just going to rot. Mm. And you put them in the same room. But even if they're in the same room, then they're not going to be... Like, even if they even get remotely close to as good as them, you're still not going to put them on your main roster anyway. You're just going to get other European talent or other um, Korean or Chinese or whatever talent. That's what's just going to happen. In my opinion. Again, this is just our opinion. 
We don't know for a fact. Strong opinion. Strong opinion. I have a very strong opinion um, on Skirtus. Just again, TLDR, fix the solo cube. End of story. And no imports. Clean, no imports. Clean cut case. It's the only way to fix it. Our, our strong opinion. And it's going to be painful in the short term. Yep. But that's the consequences of what they've that's done right. over the years. Yep. Right? You've built up all the toxicity, all this shit, and you'll let it out. Yeah. You'll like, get rid of it all. <laughs> right? Do a detox. A detox. Literally like a detox. Yeah. And yes, it's shit in the short term. Yeah. But then once you've got it all out of your system, you're all good. You can start from scratch. So sad. All right. Good hospital, Curtis. I think we covered everything. Yep. Um, Keen to hear the comments. Keen to hear if anyone has any other proposed solutions. If any of the owners, I'm probably not going to watch this. No one gives a shit about us. If they want to come on, I'm happy to have that conversation. Oh, I'd love to have the conversation. I'll invite them over. Come on. You know what I mean? They can come over to Australia. (laughs) Sit on the couch with us. (laughs) That's the way you were talking. It sounded like you were like, I'm going to have them over here. We just have them on the podcast. On the podcast. That's what I mean. Little little square boxes on the thing. And there goes the camera. And there goes the camera. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you for the next episode of Broken by Concept. All right. See ya later, alligator.